Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Much time till we're on. Get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, well, no more Badge. Uh, he's actually left the show. Hello and welcome, uh, Scotty Sattler, back from holidays. Jason Matthews here. Hello, mate. Did you How put the wrong opener in, did you, Jace? Well, no, I thought it got changed. But... Pulled attention to detail. <laughs> yes, but it's also, yes, I will fix it. I would definitely fix it. Thank you for throwing me How out of the you, bus. How are you, everyone? Uh, hello, and welcome to the show. Welcome to the listeners for our Super Radio Network, uh, SCN 1170 in Sydney, of course, SCNQ 693am in Brizzy, 1620 on the Gold Coast. Our SCN track station, can you interrupt while I'm doing this? Because I'm used to badge. Mm. Going, why are we doing this? Well, we told you a hundred times. Uh, SCN Fanatic and also on the SCN app. You can download that wherever you get your apps from. Are we st- sticking with the Ron Burgundy opener? Yeah, I love it. With the new year? Okay. Well, that's not a badge thing. Yeah, I know, but usually it's a new year is peel back the layers and change and transform. Yeah, no. Nah. Nah, no, we love it. Our listeners love Ron. Do they? Okay. I know one doesn't. Jeremy, he hates it, but that's why we're playing it. Mm. 0457 736 736 if you want to get in touch with us. Or 1300 1170 Yeah, it's a new era for Sports Day. Uh, from February 27, the rat, Matt Rogers, uh, will be joining us on the show to a couple of nights a week, and that's the first week of NRL. How come he's not doing four nights a week? Can I ask you that? Because um, I don't think he, to be honest, I don't think he has the time. He doesn't have the time for us. No, he's got a lot on. You know he's got a lot wow. on. Wow. I'd rather, okay, let me put this to you. Would you rather, and it's too late now, but would you rather two nights of the rat or nothing at all? I want four nights of the rat. We can't have four nights, mate. Oh. Stop acting like a sport kid. And listen, can I throw this out to our listeners as well, Sats? Mm. When do we stop talking about badge? Tonight. So we don't mention. No, no, actually, on Friday afternoon, went to a. I was able to convince. He and his beautiful wife, Carlene, and, and Carlene was in on it. We got him down to his local surf club where all his mates had travelled down from Brisbane he'd grown up with, and he didn't know about it, and and he was really surprised. He was he was um, a little bit overwhelmed as well that everyone would want to travel so far to, to celebrate his retirement. And uh, and there was a beautiful poem that was written about Badge by one of his mates. About oh, his, nice. And it's funny as well. So I'm going to try and get a copy of it. We're going to read it. And then that's the last we talk about Badge. Okay. Okay. No, no. We'll always, I think we should come up with a segment. Remembering Badge? In remembrance of Badge. Like, what were some of Badge's, or what are some of Badge's traits? Timeouts. He oh. loved numbers. Yeah, but that, our listeners don't understand yeah. all that. Like, um, spelling mistakes. Oh, I hated those. Mm. Um, I'll tell you what. blunders. It, if someone blunders, does something oh, wrong. Yeah, grammatically. There's something grammatically wrong. 
He's Remember? all over it like a fat so kid on a smarty. Just to paint a bit of a picture for our listeners, we've got this running run sheet, which is live. It's on the computer screen. We Google could, Doc, we yeah, call it we nowadays. Could, yeah. We could type on it and, and change it, and everyone else can see the changes. We'd deliberately change letters, wouldn't we, in words? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he'd see it. He'd spot it straight away. But you know what? I feel free now that we can actually talk about American sports. Mm. The NFL, Super Bowl's yep. coming out. We can't do that with Badge. Exactly. Can't talk about maths. Can't do, oh. Actually, can you have him finish the show? He's been he's been watching maths. Yeah. He has actually has been. Well, he's forced to watch it because Swan and his wife watch it. Yeah. Uh, you want to get involved, uh, don't forget you can. 0457 736 736. Mystery man hot on the text. Worst intro ever. Change it, Sats. Oh, I think we need to change it. Oh, I love Ron Burgundy. Don't get me wrong. But I think New Year... Well, we're not New going format. off. We're not going off just mystery mans. And what do you, what do you mean New Year? We've been on here for a month. Just because you've finally come back from eighteen weeks holiday, <laughs> doesn't mean we all of a sudden changed stuff. Can I tell you what I learnt? That when you go on a forest walk in New Zealand, that you uh, take a map. What? Two and a half hours. I was lost in the bush. Are you serious? Yep. That could have ended up disaster. I was ten minutes away from drinking my own urine. Oh. I started sharpening a stick in case I had to catch my own food. Were you with your lovely wife, Beck? I was. Hmm. You're not going to get much food out of her. her. Yeah, exactly. Bugger all. She's skinny as. (laughs) Must keep Ron as the opener quality. Beardy McCoz sent that through. So we're one all at the moment. Jack, you keep in score. It'd be great if you could. Thanks, uh, mate. Grab a podcast of the show as well, Sports Day New South Wales. You can subscribe through Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'm allowed to talk about that as well because Badger normally interrupts there. Mm. Uh, and also now on TikTok, look for Sports Day SEN. Tonight, Sats, will continue our preview for 2023. The team that ran second last last year. We're going to make up a couple because we didn't do one Thursday night. How were the, the West Tigers preview? How'd that go? Badger's got him in the eight. But if I remember correctly. got cor- him in the eight? He's got him finishing eight. Wow. But if I remember correctly last year when we did this, mm. everyone was finishing eight. Yep. So we had 16 teams. In the, oh, sorry, apart from one team, and that was the North Queensland Cowboys with your great mate, Todd Payton. Yeah. And you had them last. Mm-hmm. Um, and Todd Payton. It was, it was I along with many others no, as th- well. But this is about your mate, and Todd Payton now refuses to come on the show, no, and no, he's no. not talking to no, you. No, he put me on a band for the entire season. As soon as they got knocked out, he texted me the next day and said, band's finished. So... No, well, let's see if he talks to us uh, this year. So tonight, the New Zealand Warriors' chances. Joel and Fletch are back on the run home. They're like you, mate. They've had about 16 weeks annual leave as well. They'll join us. You want to talk about maths? What do you want to talk about? No, I'm just I can't wait for the dinner party tonight. I like the dinner parties. That's all they should have. If I got paired with that Melinda, I think, what's, what was her oh, name? She's, I saw? she's a very attractive young lady. Uh, her name is? I think it is Melinda. Is it? Well, you're talking about the other one who just is... Talks about how she's a freak in the sheet. Yeah. Mm. Put a lot of pressure. That's Melissa. Yeah, Melinda. If I was matched with Melinda last night, his name was Leighton, I would have walked straight back up the aisle. I would have put everything she's in reverse. She's an attractive young lady. doesn't matter. Are you saying personality Ordinary wise? personality. Well, you don't know that when you're walking up the aisle, Sats. And once you commit to someone, it's up to you to work on it, Sats. Just because you're on your fourth marriage <laughs> doesn't mean everyone else That's is not true, by the way. What is it, three? Hey, just, just on the on Badge picking the Tigers in the top eight, I'm just looking at the ladder at the end of round 25 last year. Is it fair to say that one to seven, 
Panthers, Sharks, Cowboys, Eels, Storm, Roosters, Rabbits will make up the seven. Well, who goes and everyone, out? Everyone and Raiders were eighth, and everyone else is fighting for eighth position. Raiders were eighth, were they? Yes. Yeah. Is there anyone out of that seven that drops out? No. Is there anyone that's going to have maybe a bad injury to a Mitchell Moses or a Dylan Brown, or does that push the Eels down? Or the only team that I think might slide down, but not out of the eight, is are the Eels. Mm-hmm. But I can't see that changing, to be honest. But what about the Storm? No Brandon Smith. Oh, mate, they've got plenty. They've got plenty. No Bromiches. Do they fall from grace? Is there anyone in that seven that, that falls out? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. The Raiders finish eighth. But from that top seven, everyone's got them locked and loaded. Does yeah. anyone fall from grace? I think the Rabbitohs can only climb. They finished seventh because Ed Luttrell was out for a long period of time. Ilias' second year. The Roosters will only get better with Brandon Smith. You know. And Roger Tuovasa. You know, sadly, <laughs> I, I think it's the Roosters' premiership to win. Are we talking premierships already? I, I, wow. It hurts me to say that. Mm-hmm. I think the Panthers might slide Sats. To second. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon Roosters. I know we'll t- we'll go through the whole season, but I reckon the Roosters are a chance at the minor premiership. I think it'll be a Roosters Penrith Grand Final, and that'll be massive if it is. With the Cowboys not far behind. Yep. I tell you, you won't make the eight. I just, I just, I hate the Broncos. I don't think they're a chance. I just don't know why. Um, but geez, having the Bulldogs. Are the Bulldogs a chance of making the eight? Geez, they've recruited well. Do you know what? I, I agree with – I'm jumping on the bandwagon with our good mate Joel Kane, who said that he thinks they'll go on the trajectory that the Sharks did. They started making some key signings yep. and slowly they just kept climbing towards – Good coach. A team um, – a position on the in the – not only top eight, but starting to entrench themselves in the top four. So they could. Mm. They've got a good coach here. Like you said, Cameron Seraldo. Who goes out of that? Who seven. goes? Who goes out of that seven? And do the Raiders hang on? I mean, Raiders have recruited well. Do they move into the seven? See, the Eels have signed Josh Hodgson. Yeah. Quality hooker. Yeah, true. So, uh, but they've lost a lot. I agree with you. One injury to the Eels, like most teams, of course. But one injury to the Eels and they could slide. So, yeah, top seven. Have you seen some docos you want to talk about? Oh, no, no. I just threw in there if we... If you didn't have any content to talk about because you get quite boring sometimes. So, I just thought... (laughs) Over the uh, over my five weeks off, I think Six. I watched every documentary. I'm watching the Super League at the moment, which is the EPL and the all the billionaires around the world trying to create this Super League. Oh, that one. Yeah. That fell over. Yeah. Um, amazing. Outstanding. But I watched a really good documentary on Shaq O'Neal. And I watched that second series of The Test. Yeah, it was good in really the end. Really good. Yeah, really good. So that's, of course, of the Australian cricket side. The first one was... After Sandpaper Gate and Justin Langer and and uh, Tim Payne, who I've got to say, what a great Australian captain yep. to to get Australia back to from where they were, um, and then to watch the second one, completely different format, isn't it? Like it's players. Yeah, it was a bit soft. Players a lot more in touch with their feelings, oh. and um, was it a bit too soft? Well, I think it's we've ju- you've just got to agree that, that we've got a different athlete now. But what about the team meetings? Uh, so Justin Ling would say something. Oh, no, Andrew McDonald would say something. So what do you guys think? It's like, it's not, you can't make a decision by committee. <laughs> but someone just make a bloody decision. Mm. You're the head coach. Oh, it's all about collaboration, oh. Jace. Someone's got to be the boss. Mm. 
Steve reckons you use. No kidding. If use think Para will slip down the ladder. Where they finish fourth last year? They oh. did. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, evening, and Steve also says, evening, fellas. Sats, don't worry about changing intros or anything else. I just need you to focus on the last laugh. You got massive, massive shoes to fill. I will, I will back Steve. Well, up you know, on that. the way that Badge finished last Thursday, no, that night, was terrible. I've got to say, I've got no shoes. I'm in thongs and I'm comfortable. <laughs> Steve, mate, I've got to tell you that joke he told on Thursday was was pus. But every other joke during your absence, mm. I've got to say. And he made Matty Rogers sound bad because he was so good. Badge delivered. Mm. I mean, we went over the we went overboard when there was a priest and a child in a confessional, <laughs> in a church. I think that was, but it was a clean joke. Mm. But we were nervous. I had my finger on the dump button. It was his second last night. <laughs> hey, did you watch the Grammys today? No. Yeah, I'm not interested in the Grammys. I'm a big Oscars man. Love the Oscars. Um, what's his name? Love the Emmys. Who's the bloke from? Uh, what's his name? One Direction. Um, he's coming out here to tour. Oh, Harry Styles. Harry Styles was wearing a one-piece suit. Yeah, but uh, an Australian designer from Brisbane. Yes, but is that, that a female designer? Female designer. Right. Says and, everything. You're well, not being sexist, are no, you? No, I've never seen mm. a bloke wear a one-piece like that before. Really? It Man was a Keeney? pants suit. Mankini's a one-piece. Yeah, but he's not wearing, he's not going swimming. I'd love to see you at a mankini. <laughs> Can you do a show in a mankini? I reckon night? I'll swallow half of it. Which half? Mm. I'll let you decide. This bloke's on the line. I don't really want to talk to him, but you will. Uh, he wants to talk maths. Glenn. Oh, Glenn. How are you, Glenn? G'day, boys. How are we? What do we think of maths? Firstly, first, yeah, firstly, just before we get on the maths, bye-bye, Badge. Great listen to you, mate. Yep. Have a great retirement. Mm-hmm. Now, getting on the maths, that's... Yep. Uh, I think the two couples you're referring to, firstly, you've got uh, Melinda and Leighton, yes. who I term as Melton. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Josh and Melissa, the freak in the sheets, yep. who I call Melsh. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you happen to catch uh, any of Australian Idol, but how good was Nathan on Australian Idol? Oh. Amy just said, I've just found my cowboy. I've forgotten about Australian Idol. She was absolutely wrapped. Mm. I've got to say... And given... Late, late, Leighton's not a bad guy. Mm. And I think he's worth a fortune, isn't he? He's Melinda's partner. Oh, really? I think he's worth a fortune. Yeah. He is, yeah. Which right. shouldn't play a part. All right, got to go. See ya, mate. I need you to give me an update tomorrow night, Glenn. Thank you very he's much. He's gone. Mm. He's gone. He so, hassles the crap out of Jack, you know that. Hey, I know. But he's got Jack's private number. Well, don't that's ring, Jack's fault. Don't ring his private number, Glenn. He'll take an AVO out because, against you. Well, Jack, Jack may have a girl text him. You never know. <laughs> hey, uh, on the back of the Grammys, mm. a little bit cheesy, a little bit corny because it's music orientated. Mm. I was thinking this afternoon, yeah. what's the first sporting anthem that comes to mind? That's going to be our, the basis of our top seven tonight. So what, when you go to a sporting event or you watch? Oh, yeah, it could be a movie. That has transcended uh, through the decades. Yeah. Like Eye of the Tiger. It's the <laughs> yep. That's right. Perfect. I'll go one better. Oh, God. Can I push this button? What do you want? YMCA. What movie? What? what, what Village people. Yeah, but it's not sporting. Yeah, Bruce Jenner was in that movie. What? What's Bruce Jenner's name now? Catherine or something? No. Um, yeah, YMCA. Caitlin. 
Caitlin's in. That's it, yeah. Yeah, no, not my, my you know, I used, That's an anthem. No, not for sport, mate. If you play that in the crowds at yeah. any sporting event, yeah. half I'll leave. the crowd are up. I'll leave. I'd say you're just doing it to be controversial. Even when the Indian and the... What are some of the other village cowboy. people go? The cowboy? Police, police officer. Is, is it, were one of the police officers from the village people arresting Luttrell? And we'll get on to that in just a moment. I used to go to watch the Hobart Devils before they were the Tassie Bull Ants, whatever they're called. Jack Jumpers. Jack Jumpers. Yep. And seriously, the whole crowd would get up and do this. Oh. Mate. It was embarrassing, but I remember that from going to sport and seeing. Can that. you remember the bus stop? Yeah, but that wasn't that's not a sport. That's a disco, mate. <laughs> that's you going to shooters so, back in the nineties. I think YMCA is definitely a sporting anthem. This is a popular one now. Oh yeah. There's got to be something that's going to take over. From that. Yeah, I don't know, but I love it when I go to the Swans and yep. that gets played at quarter times. Yep. Great. Everyone sings arm in arm yep. with their Chardonnay. It's wonderful. Mm. What's your sporting anthem? What song do you want to get us into the top seven tonight? Care top. Oh, is it care? Yeah, care yeah, top care seven. Yeah, let's uh, find out what you want to put in that list. 0457 736 736 or 1300 oh. 01117. In fact, James is on the line. You got a sporting anthem for us, James? Yeah, I've got three for you. Three different sports, and okay, I now just realised I am getting old. One for cricket is "Come on, Aussie, come on." Yes. Mm-hmm. Two AFL up there, Kazale. Yeah. Yep. Oh, what's the third one, James? We've lost you. He's teasing us. Hopefully, he'll come back to us. His phone's just cut out there. Mm. Actually, I can I can tell you what it is. Yep. Simply the best, Tina Turner. Oh yeah, Mark has also texted in on the zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Simply the best. Craig says, great Southern land on the text. Oh, test cricket used it for years. What a great song. What a great song. What is it? 0457 736 736. And one other thing here, Sats. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're inspired by uh, something about a husband calling? Have you not seen this? No. Husband calling competition in America. So basically, as it's the wives yeah. who are – in a microphone, in front of a huge crowd, mind you, yeah. continually calling what they call to their husbands when they need them to do something or or come to where, where they are in the house. So he, here's some of the examples of the husband calling world competition. Bob, hurry, hurry! Bob, Robert, Dean, Daryl! <laughs> oh. Can you hear me? You get yourself in here right now! Roy, 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 Roy. Is that one married? person? They, no, they're all different people. One is still married. So it's a husband, like yelling out to your husband. Yeah. There's no way you'd be married to them. Mm. Does the needy yell to you? You yell to you? No. Nah. Mm. She tries to avoid me. Yeah. At all costs. Mm. Right, yeah, that's a bit weird. I've uh, got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Hey, can we talk about Latrell Mitchell yeah, and Jack we will. White next? We'll get back to that awesome. in just a moment. Plus, we want to talk about the Aussie boxer who was ripped off over the weekend in the yeah. US. Like, this is this is disgusting. And no wonder. I know. I I don't trust boxing anymore, Sats. 
You know the only fights I actually trust are the Paul Gallon ones. Because you know that they're rigid. You know he's going to belt the crap out of As who you he know, fights. And we've got a text here, and we'll get to it very soon. We've got a couple of uh, listeners that want to weigh in on that as well. Uh, I love boxing just as much as I love my rugby league. And, yeah, it does disappoint me uh, when when certain promotion companies have, you know, have put all their money into one fighter and yep. the decisions. But I've got to say, Liam Wilson, should have he should have finished this guy on the weekend. And we'll get to it soon. Because yeah. the guy that he fought, if he beat him, it would have been one of the great Australian upsets. This reminds me of Jeff Fennick, you know, and Azuma Nelson. Nelson. Finally got overturned, what, 25 years yeah. later or 35 years later. Now, nah, I'm disgusted by this, and boxing's lost me. I'm, mm. I'm out. I'm done. Because I just I'm done. That's it. But you know what? You watch that as a casual boxing fan, you go, what's the point? Mm. I feel like there's already a result going to happen. So Anyway, we'll get to that in a moment. Plus, Sats, through his private investigation company, has managed to get a hold of exclusive video. Audio. Well, we're going to play the audio from the video. From the video, okay. Yeah, uh, with... What happened with Latrell Mitchell and Jack White? And we'll get to that next. This is Sports Stuff. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Badge no longer here, but we're just playing a couple of them tonight just in memory of the great Gary Belcher. Uh, Sats and Jace here tonight. Oh, I can't call myself Jace. It's Jason. You missed that, didn't you? I got abused when, I was, when you were on holidays. Really? For calling yourself Jace? Yeah, because... Well, that's all we call you, Woogie. It's a bit pretentious. Apparently, what's Woogie? That's abusive. Well, does that does that go now? Because Badge is gone. Badge no. gave me that. No, Woogie stays. No, I think Woogie goes. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six six. If you say goes completely out of the show, well, yeah. you'll get overwhelming votes. Woogie, the name should stay, without a doubt. Oh, Jack, thanks for your <laughs> laughter in the background. Little what about Enter Sandman Metallica from Six Hundred? Oh. That's got to be in the top seven. Enter Sandman um, at the college. Uh, yeah, which college is it? It's at. Um, We're, by the way, while Sats Googles that, he's taken the place of Gary Belch for the show, Googling stuff. Um, Virginia we, Tech. Virginia Tech. We're going, and the whole stadium just Most amazing jumps. thing ever. If you haven't seen it, YouTube that after our show tonight. Um, yeah, Enter Sandman, Virginia Tech. It is. It just gives you chills. Um, we're putting together a top seven sporting anthems tonight. We need your help. 0, On 4, the back 5, of the Grammys. Yeah. yeah. 0, 4, 5, 7, 7, 3, 6, 7, 3, 6. ASATs, lots of texts coming through. Re the ladder. Do you want to do some of those now or do you want to talk about Latrell? Let's talk about Latrell and, okay. and Jack Whiten first and let's get to the, some of those texts around. Is there a team in that top seven from last year? And Canberra finished eighth. I think everyone's fighting for eighth at the moment, it's fair to say. Does anyone slide out of that seven? Uh, which is South finished seventh, Penrith finished first after the regular season. Yeah, Latrell Mitchell, Jack Whiten, um, celebrating Jack Whiten's birthday in Canberra, 30th birthday. Uh, friends and family and uh, from all accounts of witnesses saying that they're having a wrestle in the street and police were called and attended the scene and arrested both Latrell and Jack Whiten for a fray and also Latrell Mitchell for resisting, a, um, resisting arrest. First and foremost, I think 
I think it's an overreaction, to be quite honest. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I think it's an overreaction. And this is just based on what witnesses have said public, publicly who were there. That, um, you know, the amount of police that attended the scene as well when they showed the footage of the of the police cars that attended. I know resisting arrest sounds bad, but it doesn't take much to to bring a charge of, of resisting arrest. And, um, yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed that it's created so much, so many headlines. And there are some that believe that, you know, all rugby league players um, shouldn't be acting this way. And I'm first to jump on players who do, do bring the game into disrepute. This is two good mates. They're having a, a wrestle and they haven't hurt anyone. They were never going to hurt themselves. And it's got to this, it's got to this point. Oh, yeah, I think it's play on. I, I, I've got to say, would have the police acted the way they did if it wasn't? It was just two members of the public that were wrestling. They may have said, hey, guys, calm it. Move on. Don't carry on like, like imbeciles. Don't carry on like dickheads. But I think with Jack and Latrell Mitchell, mm. it's obviously causes a little bit more attention. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a bit disappointed that it's got to the point that it has. I'm, re- I'm really disappointed. As a South supporter, I think it's 3.30 in the morning. For God's sake, just go home. Don't choose the road to start wrestling if it was a wrestle. Mm. What, why do it there? What, why are you doing it there? You talk about dickheads. That is them, those two blokes being that. Are you being serious or are you just trying to ride no, I'm me being, up here? I'm being Mate, I heard that news. I heard that news on Sunday morning. And as a South supporter, I was really peed off. Were you... Annoyed because they're out at three thirty, a week out from the first sort of official trials being played. Or were you? Well, there was a bit of that, but it's their behaviour at that time of that. Well, it doesn't matter if it's ten thirty at night. Just their behaviour. Grow up, boys. You're thirty. You're, you're role models in the game. Yeah, but they're just having a they're having a wrestle. But you don't themselves. do it on the street, mate. Go home and do it. Your wives are sitting at home waiting for you to get back there. He's staying at Jack White's. Why couldn't they do it in the lounge room over a beanbag or something? Well, they probably did. But they don't need. Why do it on the street in but, front of people? But Sats, you come from a background which is different to everyone else, where footy plays. You do that sort of stuff. You just don't. And then all of a sudden, if all you're the not police... damaging property or damaging <laughs> members of the public, and you're just having a a bit of a goof round or whatever it may be, if you were any other member of the public, a lot of the times the police would have just moved you on. Hey, guys, keep going. But how do we know? And we don't know, right? But, yeah, I, I get that. And I don't know how it goes from having a friendly wrestle on the ground to three coppers on top of you. And we don't know that. No one knows unless mm. there's really – well, we've got some footage. But the thing is, Sats, there's a time and a place. It isn't 3.30 a.m. outside an nightclub. It just sounds bad and looks bad. Stop bringing the game. They're not bringing the game. They are, mate. Move on. Okay, if they're not, why is there all this negative chat about it today? Because it's got to the point that it has. If what poli- do you mean? What's if, that mean? If police would have walked up and said, "Hey, Jack," so Luttrell, it's the police fault. No, if the police and if Latrell and police and Jack were approached by the police and they said, "Hey, guys, need to move on." Okay, if they then started to become smart asses and disrespect the authorities, whatever it may be. And we don't know whether that's the case or not. But based on the evidence we can see at the moment and witnesses that were there publicly that have publicly have said, hey, listen, this is just a muckering between some mates. It should have never have got to the situation, the, the level of, of um, well, get concern that, that it did. Um, but if so they were just moved on, we wouldn't have heard about this. We wouldn't have read about it. There'd be no headlines, so whatever it's the it may poli- be. So the poli- because of the police action, it's out of control. No, it's not. Go back a step. Don't put yourself in that position. 
Mate, if you if you go out and have 20 schooners and you're a little bit, you know what, get an Uber, go home. Particularly if you're Latrell, Mitchell and Jack White and two of the biggest names in rugby league in a big week of rugby league with the Indigenous All-Stars coming up. Just put yourself in, mm. you know, the, unless they don't want to play Indigenous All-Stars and that's well, why they're marking up. They're clear to play by the NRL, by the way. But Do you think Latrell whispered to the police, hey, listen, <laughs> can we make this a bit? <laughs> All right. Let's get – we've got the audio here, haven't we? Yep. Of oh, – mate, your investi- investigation Well, I jumped business. on this straight away. The next morning I read the, the headlines. I said, I need to get in, in contact with some people that represent both of them and see if we can get some, some audio so we can try and assist them in the case. This is a Sports Day exclusive. Do you want to give your company a plug? <laughs> no. All right. Here it is. <laughs> Such a big setup. For crap audio. That I can't believe we did but I'm serious. I don't blame the police. What just don't put yourself in that position. And and right now too when CB- I think everyone can take a step back and say, you know what, we could have handled the situation better. Of course they could. Unless any evidence that comes out where they deserved to be treated the way they were treated. You're missing the point. Yeah, you're saying you're an NRL player, you shouldn't be really? I mean there are some things you shouldn't be doing to bring the game into disrepute. This is not in that category. So just wrestling on the street outside oh, a restaurant? Big deal. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take the missus to Sizzler this weekend. We're going to walk out you know, and we're going to wrestle. It wouldn't be a Sunday if Craig Gower and Steve Carter weren't in the car park of the 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 Pioneer Hotel. Different times, Sats. Arguing and wrestling. And Different we had to split times. them up. Different times. Same game. I'm disappointed as a South supporter. Wow. What if they had to seriously injured themselves and they were out for four to six well, weeks? Well, by the sounds of it, Latrell looked like he was going to be more injured getting his arm reefed behind his back. But he put himself in that position. <sighs> what if he did do some serious damage to his shoulder and he was out for four to six weeks? As a South supporter, oh, mate, I'd hate him are for you, that. Are you disappointed if they hurt themselves at training, doing contact no, drills? No, of course not because okay. they're in – but no, they're not drunk laying on a road. <laughs> wrestling with a mate. There's a difference. Don't you see it? Don't you see it? I don't see it. I do on any... Oh, you're an idiot. Any other occasion, I think, when the game is being bought into disrepute, like I said, when people are carrying like dickheads and... But really, seriously, I'm first to jump on a lot of people in this situation. Well, Mitchell jumped on Whiten. <laughs> Punishment, they've got to take on The Rock and Thunderlips... In a wrestling contest. Yep. What do you reckon? In all seriousness, both big men, who would have won the fight? Oh, Latrell, easy. You reckon? Yeah. Weight advantage. I reckon Jack White and long reach. He's a slippery little sucker, but <laughs> could wet his pants at any time. Well, he's got history, hasn't he? That's right. He's got history. And I don't want to be laying on a guy who's covered in urine, <laughs> right? But uh, no, I'd, uh, on weights, I'd give it to Latrell. Mm. He's been working on the farm with Cameron Murray. No, so, Cameron Murray's been working on the farm with him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the city boy out to the bush. What do you reckon? 0457 736 736. Is it a storm in a teacup? Is it? Have, Just move on. 1300 01 is our number. Uh, seven. I saw a text here. Someone it's about gr- the who will drop out and maybe the. No, 398. G Man from Brizzy. Yep. Satch, you're 100% right. Boys will be boys. A couple of mates mucking around after a few beers. I don't know if it was a few. That's the only thing. Yeah, the ladder. Who's going to drop out of the seven? Uh, we've got a lot of text here. Thanks very much for your input. Um, 
now we've got uh, Don't Talk the Roosters Up Too Much. That's Puffball in Bathurst. Uh, top eight sliders finishing in 017. Rabbits, Para, and Storm sliding. Storm, Para, and Rabbits. Rabbits. Okay, if you're going to say South are going to slide down the ladder, put your name on it, please. So you can abuse them? No. Yeah, no. Um, sharks to drop out. Sharks drop out, move up to seven. Bulldogs or Broncos in eighth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the Bulldogs will get in there. But I, I don't think the Raiders are going to drop out. Someone else is. I think the Broncos make the eight no. and maybe the Bulldogs. Eels drop out and South and the Roosters to win. Oh, yeah. Amen. Um, now the top eight sliders, rabbits played above themselves in twenty two. Well, they oh. played without Latrell for a large period of time, didn't they? And we finished seventh and made the prelim. Yep. Para, Arthur sacked mid season. Storm lost too many good players. Kegs in Daceyville. Hey, it's interesting. We're getting some tips here, uh, texts here around Mitchell versus White and. And now people are arguing with us about who'd punch the crap out of who. Come on, guys. Jack Whiten would punch the crap out of Latrell Mitchell. Come on. Tim, who never freezes his meat from parks. <laughs> um, I, as a Bunny supporter, I wholeheartedly agree with your thoughts, Woogie, on Latrell and Whiten. I had plenty of wrestlers when I was on the drink in my younger days, but I wasn't a current Australian player on 900k a year. They should be in Dumb and Dumber 3. Breath Laser from Bathurst. Uh, Mitch from Robinson hates the fact he agrees with me on it and says you've lost the plot, Sats. What? About your thoughts that it's just play on. Really? Yeah. Wow. These are our listeners saying this. Mm. Got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Uh, thanks to Kia. Back in a moment with more of your texts. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Scott Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Or 1300 01 1170. Whatever you want to talk about, the text machine is blowing up. Very quickly, Danger from Cairns. Hello, Danger. Hey, boys. How are we? We're good, very, we're good mate. Hey, that's good. Listen, um, Woogie, I think you're going a little bit overboard on this um, retail and all of this. It was 3.30 in the morning. How many people would have been taking their wives to dinner at 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.30? How many people would be walking down the streets and seen it? Even the publican has come out and said it was that overrated, it wasn't funny, you know, the way the police have handled it. And if, if, Latrell did hurt his shoulder in that thing with the police, he'd be suing the police because it was ridiculous the way they carried on. You know, it was like it was an arm bloody hold-up or something. Mm. Mate, you know, if was I was a judge... Like having a bit of fun I'll, at 3 o'clock in the morning. A bit of fun? You don't wrestle on the street, Danger. Go home and wrestle. You know how Why many, not? You know how many players three, each weekend... At 3.30 in the morning, how many people are going to be there? And we want wrestling Sorry, out of the but game. That's my opinion. I mean... Yes, mate, I know. And and yes. if, if you talk about distribute, I mean, the captain of the cricket team done more damage than what them two will ever do 
the former captain. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like I say, that's only my opinion. All sorry right. if I don't agree with his. But... No, no, that's all right. No, danger. We love it. Danger. Thanks. We love it. See you, mate. Bye. He's banned. Do you, many... <laughs> Do you know many players after a game on a Friday or Saturday night would go in and have a, a few beers with their mates? Yeah. End up wrestling I, and we never hear about it. You're a different breed. But they're probably doing it in private, Scott. They're probably not doing it at 3.30 no, no. a.m. out the front of a nightclub. So they're at the front of a – you said they were at the front of a restaurant just before. No, I didn't. Where people were dining at no, 3.30 no, no, in the morning. No, I didn't say that. No, he's – I said, I don't take my missus out and then start wrestling with her on the ground out the front. You've got – Sats, it's a different world for you footy players. You've said that before. I agree. But on this occasion – no. This wrestles okay. As I said, we're trying to get the wrestle out of the game, and mm. these mugs keep bringing it back in. Uh, now, guys, this is Shotgun Shine listening on 2HD. Uh, love both Mitchell and White and as footballers. Uh, can't agree with you on this one, Sats. And you know, I very rarely agree with the Woogster. But this is all, uh, all over this one, mate. Both are repeat offenders, and I think the NRA will give them some sort of suspension to set the example. Great show, team. Well, I don't, I don't know whether they will because they're allowed to play in the All Stars game this week, and I, and I understand that's a very, it's an important game to the to the cultures as well. It's very important to the game and both countries, New Zealand and and Australia as well. So they're all, they've been cleared to play in that game. They left this morning with um, the Indigenous All Stars team. Well, we had someone at the airport in <laughs> yep. Sydney who was flying over to the Super Bowl. They were paging the players for this flight. Rugby league players, or sports, I shouldn't say rugby league players, sportsmen and women are historically late for every flight. Oh, that's okay. So they're wrestling in the food court. That's why. Yeah. So that's that's they're going to be late for the plane. <laughs> and then they're, they're, they're wrestling in the aisle of the plane, but it's okay. But this guy who was there, one of our colleagues, Jess, goes, the poor girl got 99% of the names wrong. Now, you struggle as a commentator sometimes. Mm. Imagine trying to read out Tino Fasua Malaawi yeah. at the airport. Well, we've still got some commentators that struggle you still get with it that. Right. So yeah. the poor girl reading out all of the names from the the Maori All-Stars and the Indigenous All-Stars today was struggling. Mm. She was, she's on leave. She's exhausted. You don't think clear, clearly when you have alcohol in your system, Mark says. Yeah, I think that's all of us. Some people get smarter. It's made Bud wiser. Um, good on you, Jason. You have your finger on the pulse. Are you serious? Will it Randwick, you're banned. Two weeks. <laughs> Can you read out the rest of the text? These blokes are supposed to be role models. You should think before they act. Well, you can't think before you act, Will, when you've got a you, skinful. You know, you know the other ones. I love it, the people who think you're wrong but whack me on the way through. So, like, well, hang on. I don't agree with him normally. Come on, it's a bit harsh. Here's one here. I disagree, Wooks. Many people have a Donnybrook out the front of a restaurant. Just ask Clarkie. Oh, how funny was that? You would have talk, spoke about that. Use. You guys. Hey? That was hilarious. What I found funny is that he tore his hamstring during it. I know. I know. And mm. gave it to Carl Stefan. I mean, I've wanted to say a few things to Carl Stefan. I love maybe. Carl. Yeah, see, but you wouldn't even. Oh, Carl, can we go on a date? Mm. It would have been you. Mate, lots of texts coming through later. Hey, boys, enjoy the show. I think the storm may fall a bit this year, maybe fifth, sixth. I just think some big outs. I just hope my mighty Titans go well. Looking forward to the trials. Cheers, Braden from Perth. Can I say. Even though the storm, we always write the storm off when Cronk goes and then Slattery ties, then Smith goes. And before that, Ryan Hoffman and, and Inglis before that. Uh, Bellamy, all, and they recruit better than anyone. And Bellamy always 
has this ability to find and get the best out of every yeah. recruit. Uh, they recruit very wisely, more around their work ethic off the field um, and their rugby league intellect. But in saying that, I felt as though that when the Melbourne Storm were on the back foot and they needed something different, Brandon Smith gave that to them, whether he started or whether he had to come off the bench and he injected that level of enthusiasm they need, that intensity. There'll be someone else. Have they got someone else? I, I've got to for, say, for the reasons you just said. I've got to say, Tarek Sims is a good signing. Yep. State of origin player. Picked up a young I can't, warrior player from last year as well. Young. Oh, they've got... Um, <laughs> Outstanding player. Yeah, he, Oh, I can't believe and I they can't go, remember. And he's, these he's players, only 21 years of age. And these players go to the Melbourne Storm nearly on minimum wage just so they can get into the system. Yeah. It's incredible. You look that up. We've got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. I know we're going to talk about Liam Wilson. Lots of texts coming through on that. We'll get to that next. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Sats and Jason here tonight. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Or you can uh, phone us, one 1170 Text machine going off tonight, Sats. Uh, particularly about Liam Wilson, that fight yesterday. We'll get into it more mm. after the next break. But... Um, Steve from Dubbo says, what did you think of Liam Wilson's fight, Sats? Uh, Well, I thought it was a very gallant effort effort for a guy that's having his 13th professional fight, fighting against a guy who's fought 10 world title bouts and hasn't lost one of them. Mm. Uh, Navarrete, the guy that he fought, is a a very good Mexican boxer. And um, Liam Wilson, he nearly caused one of the biggest upsets since Horn versus Pacquiao. That's how big it would have been. This guy stood in. For a guy that had to withdraw from the fight after only third, he had a big amateur upbringing, Liam Wilson, but to be to be brought in uh, to take the place of another fight and nearly beat the fighter of, of the um, the caliber of Navarrete, it was amazing effort, amazing. Mm. Could yeah, be we'll, different. We'll go into a little bit more yeah. real soon because we're about to to go to another break. Um, yeah, geez, it was an unbelievable fight. We're talking about some of the top seven sports songs sports anthems sweet caroline is not an aussie sporting event without that played brisbane eel yeah Mm. it's everywhere now isn't it what about um sporting anthem queen we are the champions mark yeah that gets a run all the time doesn't it yep holy grail hunters and collectors is a must brisbane eel thanks for shooting that through uh saint boyd from 2hd hey lads we will rock you has been used a lot around the world I do like the Viking clap, although it's not a song. Well, that's been stolen. And there are some, there are a few listeners that are saying, I said, should you stay? And people are saying, yeah, Woogie has to stay. With the name? No, as you need to stay on the show <laughs> and your name. Sports Day, back in a moment. Thanks to Kia. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. Day. 
The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. It's uh, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. Second hour of the show, Monday nights. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network and also SEN via the SEN app and our SEN stations, 11.70 in Sydney, 16.20 on the Gold Coast and also SENQ 693 in Brisbane. Coming up real soon, the top seven great sporting anthems. Now, Satch, you wanted me to play The Angels. Is that right? Or? Well, what about this? This is an anthem. If you play this at any sort of sporting event, whatever it may be, and I think sporting anthems are, if played in a stadium or location, it's fair to say that a majority of the crowd would know to be able to sing along yeah. to it. Yeah. So what about this song? Okay. Australian classic. Am I ever going to see your face again? No. Yeah. No, no. I think it's a bit different. You've got people in the car now. Yeah. Again, seeing the next line right now. Am I right or wrong? That's an anthem. Yeah, but it's not a sporting anthem. You know who? You know who was really good at putting music to sport? Mm-hmm. Wide World of Sports on a Saturday afternoon. Channel Nine. Oh, with the abs- packages you're talking about. Absolutely. You know what, Pat Benatar? I haven't got an audio grabber. All fired up. Yep. What a song. Mm. What a song. That was great. You know, I used to love pole vaulters running into the pole with the head first to that sort of song. You know, it was great. Uh, We'll get to that uh, list of songs real soon. We'll preview the Warriors' chances in 2023 as we work our way through bottom to top of last year's ladder. Uh, Joel and Fletch are back. I think about as much time off as you over the Christmas period. They're Mm. back on the run home. We'll catch up with those boys shortly. And the last laugh, you've got big shoes to fill. The retired Gary Belcher well, I've got to say, has Steve, nailed Steve it. said my little comment where I said beer made Bud wiser makes mm. it smarter. He said that comment might have regained some comedic form. I tell you what, um, we spoke about it just before. Uh, Liam Wilson, Aussie boxer, yep. Brisbane boy, nearly pulled off the biggest upset since Horn versus Pacquiao. Uh, when he knocked down Mexican Navarrete, uh, on the on the weekend, fourth round. Yeah, but have a listen to this. He actually had something like twenty seven seconds to recover. This is Liam Wilson knocking him down. Oh! Oh, Wilson catches up, and now Navarrete's hurt here in round four. Wilson on the attack, massive underdog has a big opportunity. Oh! Wilson scores the shocking knockdown here in round four. Yeah, so. You are right. 27 seconds until the referee allowed Navarrete to keep fighting. Can you take us through the process? What should it be? So the the process is the referee, he turns around and tells the, the man that's still standing to go to a neutral corner. Then he looks to a man on the on the side of the ring who started the count. So by that stage, the, the counter would be at two. So he picks up and says three. And if the fighter gets up by eight, he then uses about another two or three seconds to say, walk towards me to show that he's got his bearings right. And if he walks towards him and acknowledges the, the referee, fight, fight again. again. So let's say eight seconds, let's say another three seconds, then Navarrete spat his mouth guard out, which is an old trick. Spit your mouth guard out. Once upon a time, they just let you fight on. You can't do that now. So the referee then picked up the mouth guard, put it in the wrong way, and then had to take it out and put it back in again. 27 seconds, and it was at the end of the round as well. So he had the opportunity for Navarrete to go back to his corner, get his bearings back. He rocked him again in the sixth, Liam Wilson, 
just unfortunately wasn't able to go on with it. But I've got to say, if, if given those extra, say, 15, 16 seconds, it's a long time when you don't have your bearings and your legs are gone. Why isn't he penalised for, for spitting the mouth guard out? Well, he should have stopped the clock. He should have stopped the clock and there would have been about 15 or 16 seconds left and he wouldn't have had the opportunity to go back to his corner, sit down, just get his bearings back, get some water, get his, the oxygen into his lungs, listen to his instructions, go back out because the end of each round is one minute. Mm. But instead he would have had to face another 16 seconds. Like I said, that's a long time when it's just you and another fighter who's fresh and you've got no bearings. So would have he won the fight if he had that extra 16 seconds? We don't know. We'll never know. But Navarrete then went on in the ninth round and it won by TKO. He, the fight was even, stopped. Even there's some controversy around that, though, too, Badge, how he stopped the fight. I know he was taking a lot of well, punches. Sats, but anyway. Oh, sorry, Sats. Yep. Um, habit over the last – how many weeks out of 12 weeks? <laughs> uh, but there was a lot of controversy around that as well. He was taking a lot of punches, but not many were getting through. No, he was gone. He was gone? Liam was gone. His, so his legs that's were fine. Gone. Yeah, it, the ending was fine, but should have it got to that? We don't know. Now, uh, No Limit Boxing, which is Matt and George Rose, they've apparently launched an immediate process so the result. The best that can come of this is that they'll get a rematch. And as I said, Liam Wilson stood in for another fighter who was sanctioned to fight Navarrete. And I've got to say, this guy is hes a mean man, mm. Emmanuel Navarrete. He's won a lot of world titles. So what next for Liam Wilson? Well, Liam Wilson will either get a rematch. I doubt that will happen. But then, and Steve has texted in also. Steve O said, uh, what about Cambosis Jr. and Liam Wilson? That looks as though that I think Cambosis will have to come down and wait, which is hard to do. Um, Based that, on that fight yesterday or Saturday, whenever it was Sunday, he'll beat Cambosis. I think Cambosis would beat Liam Really? Wilson. Yeah. What Cambosis does is a little bit like Jeff Fennick. He overwhelms you and you don't get any chance to relax. And Liam Wilson, try not to get too technical here, Liam Wilson likes to fight at a distance. And as soon as you get inside, he, he doesn't feel comfortable fighting when, when you're sort of skin on skin. That's where Cambosis likes to fight from. So I, I just feel as though on face value at the moment that Cambosis might overwhelm him. Okay. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, it'd be, it'd be one of the – most anticipated Australian fights for a while after Wilson's effort in in Phoenix, yeah, in California on the weekend. Yeah, well done. Uh, did you see the fight? What did you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Andy's a massive fan of mine. That's he's now really? calling me a flog. Yep, a pommel horse. Your flog woogie, not pole vault. He yep. also wants you and Badge to do a stretch and get rid of me. Yep. Um, well, so. he's a smart man. Thanks, Andy. Andy? Thanks yeah. for listening, though, Andy. <laughs> uh, best anthem, ARL ad for Rugby League after Super League War. Chumbawamba. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Was too, yeah. You're never gonna down. And, and timely with what's going on with Latrell and Whiten. Hey, now, listen, before we went to the break, we were thinking about the Melbourne Storm player. I feel yes. embarrassed. I didn't remember the name because I remember when he first – he only started playing Rugby League at 16 or 17. His first season for the Warriors was amazing. His name's Eli Katoa. That's it. He is a really good signing for the Melbourne Storm. Can't believe the Warriors let him go. I think he's another. Uh, I think he's another Viliami kickout. Yeah, wow. Same sort of build. He's he's sort of a touch between Viliami and and also Isaiah Papali'i. So a really good signing to replace Kenny Bromwich. They've got to try and replace the uh, 
the energy of, of Brendan Smith. On the subject of the Warriors, that's our 2023 season preview tonight. Much like the West Tigers below them, this is from last year. So we, we're basing this on how they finished at the end of the regular season last year. So they mm. finished 15th. Um, disappointing year, ended with the potential of hope with the announcement of the mid-year signing of Andrew Webster as head coach. We spoke to him. Good guy. Last year, didn't really we? Really good guy. Really nice. Um, Andrew Webster returns to the Warriors after starting there as an assistant coach in 2015, two years. Um, he moved to the West Tigers, then to Panthers ahead yeah. of the 2021 season where he was part of the two premierships with Penrith. Who's the I attacking think, coach? Yeah. Mm. So I think we could probably disregard the last few seasons – well, it's been difficult. They've been away based, from home. That's right. A lot of them didn't have their families. And now they're back on home soil. Um, some of them may want to go back to living yeah, away from their yeah, families. Right. But, uh, but you know, I spent some time in New Zealand uh, before Christmas and, and caught up with, I'm brucing here, Cameron George, the CEO, and Andrew Webster, the coach. Uh, really like the angle that Andrew Webster's um, taking. You know what I love about it? What do you mean by that? Well, I love that he's come from Penrith, which is a very successful club. A lot of juniors that have come through and played first grade, won comps now. Many would think, oh, he'll just get immediate success. He'll just copy and paste. You can't do that. You've got a completely different playing group. And that's what I like about Andrew Webster. He's not going to copy and paste, but what he's going to do is he's going to find a style of rugby league where the Warriors feel comfortable and play at their best. And I think the, a lot of the Warriors play, especially the New Zealand-based players, they feel comfortable playing when they were really good in the start of the 2000s, 2002 grand final, 2003 um, major semi preliminary final. Um, they play their best when they play a little bit of Harlem Globetrotter footy. Razzle dazzle. Yeah, they offload and tackle one, tackle two. They're always on the front foot. If you, I've always found if you ask the Warriors to try and complete 95% of their sets, and I think they feel they too they feel too restrained, structured. Yeah, so. I think Andrew Webster will bring that, bring that to the uh, to the Warriors. I've got to say, but their defence back, it's it's all right to play razzle dazzle rugby league, and that's fine. But what's lacked over the last few seasons for the Warriors, and probably longer than that, has been their defensive yeah. efforts. Their ability to stop points, not one try, but two and three tries immediately in the next sort of seven or eight minutes. So how do you, Sats? It's a really interesting question. So mm. you, you okay? You can play razzle dazzle rugby league, but. How do you then go, listen, boys, you do that. You've also got a man up in defence. How do you coach that? You've got to sign smart players. You've got to sign smart players that understand the game and can learn as well. They're not too old. They're not too old to think that they can't learn something. Now, really good signings. Mitch Barnett from Newcastle Knights. He'll do that. Good player. Yep. They've got um, Tamari Martin, who they signed last year. Very good player. Luke Metcalf, I think, is an exciting uh, 5'8". From the Cronulla Sharks, I think he's going to have a really good time at the Warriors. Charles Nickel Cookstar hmm. from the Canberra Raiders, Murata Niakore from the Parramatta Eels, and Dylan Walker from the Manly Seagulls as well. So they've signed some really good players, some players that have, got, have played a lot of rugby league as well. So I expect the Warriors to um, to be a huge improvement on fifteenth last year. Okay, so where do you see them? Oh, I, I don't think they'll make the eight. I don't think they make the eight, but I think they'll make a significant improvement. Well, give us a spot. Well, I I don't know because I don't know. I have them as wooden spooners. Are you serious? I reckon a lot of the teams around them will improve. You are a pothole, you are. What do you mean? No, I'm a flog, according to Andy. <laughs> but no, seriously, I reckon there's no there's no way the West Tigers will finish below them. You don't know that. It just but, comes down to injuries. Oh, well, you don't know it, but but I I I, I see the worries. 
oh, as the weakest team. Mm-hmm. I think I even think the Dolphins will finish ahead of the Warriors. Okay, I disagree. I, I think but, it'll take yeah. them a bit of time to get used to Webster's style of coaching. I think they'll. I think they'll flourish. Okay, I hope yeah. you're right. So do I. I. We need the game to be really strong in New are, Zealand. Are you gun shy now about saying anyone's going to come last Absolutely. after what happened? Absolutely. You want me to be the bad guy? I care whether the Dolphins get. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy saying the Dolphins will get 17th because they beat us for the bid. So. Rightio. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, that's, that's a personal one for you. Kia, progressive uh, technology, blistering performance, and quality design. And Kiwi Merkin, he said the same. Eli Katoa, he's a great signing. He, he's, uh, I wish the Warriors would have kept him. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we've got uh, Peter from Mascot on the phone. G'day, Pete. G'day, mate. How you going? Good. you got a sporting G'day. anthem for us. Yeah, from um, Liverpool Football Club, You'll Never Walk Alone. Oh, oh yeah. I took my... Here it is. I took my son to the Liverpool game. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. That's really amazing. It gives you chills. That's an anthem. Yeah. That's a really good nomination. Liverpool, when they came out here, I think they had um, 83,000 down at Melbourne. Yeah. The whole crowd was singing for about 10 minutes. It's amazing. Is that the game you went to, Sats? I went to. Yeah. Mm. All right, Pete. Thanks, mate. The phone's a bit dodgy. Thanks for your call. There he goes. His phone's dodgy. Sorry about that, Pete. A bit of a bad line. Keep your sporting anthems coming through. 0457 736 736. In fact, we're going to get to that top seven in just a moment. As voted by you, the sporting anthems. Shane at Coffs says, Storm in a teacup, always some drama before the start of the NRL season. Move on. He's, that's why he's one of our smartest listeners, Shane. Uh, Charlie from Narrabeen. Guys, simply the best. Tina Turner. Get a lot of votes for simply the best, aren't we? Mm. And uh, Rooster Mongrel, uh, which is really Rooster Muzz. Oh, yeah. He says, uh, Woogie Worm and Stretch. If Isabella Kelly, Isabel Kelly and Jess Sergis were wrestling in mud oh, or no. baked beans, I wouldn't care baked... what time it was. No, you can't say that. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. Okay. Not in baked beans. <laughs> you wouldn't waste baked beans no. people are wrestling. No, we don't. No, we, no we're not even in. Rooster Mars. Shush. Been this... two weeks. Yeah, that's right. No soup for you. No soup for you. <laughs> Come back one year. All right, this is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. The top seven sporting anthems is voted by you next. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Now on Sports Day, the top seven, as voted by you. Yeah, good one tonight. Really good one. Talk about sporting anthems off the back of the Grammys today. Um, Some interesting... My daughter, Amani, sent me stuff about what people are wearing and, and her, her favourite artist. So she loves Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And who's that other bloke we're talking about who's touring? Uh, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Mm. It's like, come on. I, I wouldn't even know who it is unless their name's written really? over it. Anyway, uh, my wife's going to that concert with the girls. She's going to be the oldest person there by a mile. And it's our wedding anniversary. So I've got, mate, I'm at home by myself, sitting in my underwear, eating ice cream on the couch. So... 
Does that represent to you and present to you where you sit on the ladder, the, to- yeah. the totem pole? Yeah, but I'm not disappointed about this. Yeah, the okay. pressure's off me. I don't yeah. have to perform. I don't have to well, be... No, no, you've no. Only, you've, only, you've only performed once because you've got twins. I didn't even perform. They were IVF, remember? <laughs> I should share that story on how that the magic happened. I was watching Sunrise. No, it doesn't matter. We'll move on. Uh, the top seven. Kick it off at number seven, Satsy. Number seven, as voted by the listeners, is an Australian classic by one of the great Australian bands. It's more synonymous with AFL, isn't it? It is. About the MC- it's about the MCG. It's about the MCG. But every time, no, it's about fighting for the... The great. The, the ultimate prize. It is more AFL, but whenever anyone is oh, playing for like something big, it's, like it. Channel it's always 10, played. Channel 10 used to use it all the time. I love this when I'm at a Swans game. Little Diamond. So good! So Hugh good! Sheridan, Hugh Sheridan's playing Neil Diamond in a stage show. Oh, about <laughs> ruining it. Next, number five, as voted by you. Well... One of our callers, just one of our listeners, just rang in and said, uh, This is one of the most famous in world sport. You get chills whenever you hear that. Now, was that always their song? Was that after the 1989 disaster? Jack will know the answer to that. Jack, we're, we're in a different room. <laughs> We're in a soundproof. Jack, has that always been the song, or was that after 1989? No, it was before that. Before that, it was. Was it Hillsborough? Hillsborough disaster. Hillsborough disaster. Okay, so that's when it came in. Okay, there you go. Yeah, there you go. At number four, well, this was the anthem for the NRL. But she did it with Bar. She did it solo and then with Barnsley, right? Yeah. And she had some good ones. What you get is what you see. Is remember that one? Yeah. I remember being at the 1993 grand, 1992 grand final, and they filmed part of the 1993 anthem, which was this again, Ah. and she was there, yeah. I still think that that's the best anthem that the NRL's... Oh, What's My Team was good too, from the Hooter Best Dad, yeah. Yeah, best Mm -hmm. dad for the NRL. All right, number three. Well, Virginia Tech has made this famous. um, One of the great songs. So good. And a Sandman from Metallica. Oh, great chills. Make sure if you haven't, most people have, but check out the video on YouTube. I don't YouTube. think most people have. You don't reckon? No. YouTube Virginia Tech Walkout. Oh, yeah. incredible. All right, number two. Well, it normally comes in a two-part, this song. Mm. But we're going to do this. This, like, when you think basketball, this always plays. I remember seeing the old Hobart Devils at the Derwent Entertainment Centre. This used to be on all the time. Great song. Would you have that or We Are The Champions? This is uh, I don't have We Will Rock You. Yeah. Uh, a couple of other votes here before we get to the um, the number one song, which is pretty obvious, but it's, it's always been a great, uh, a great uh, anthem. The Wallabies Anthems by John Williamson. Sporty yeah. Gav says, yeah, full of atmosphere, waltzing Matilda and I am a wallaby. Yeah, remember he sang that at a Bledisloe once. No, it was at the World Cup final, I think it was. And all, the the entire, at the time, Telstra, Telstra Dome, uh, 83,000 people singing. It was amazing. Mm. What's, What's he laughing at in there? Laughing what are you at, laughing Jack? at in there, Jack? Oh, the, the from, uh, 
Can anyone hear Jack? Oh, no. I know I can, kind of. He sounds like Kenny from South Park. He was like, <laughs> that's Jack in the background. <laughs> All right, number one, what is it? Um, number one is from Rocky Three. Second best Rocky. Hey, Creed. The new Creed is about to be released in March. Oh, is it? Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. So is Rocky being wheeled out <laughs> in a Zimmer frame? What's this fight going to be about? Is it Creed's son? No, it's uh, Apollo Creed's son. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. I just yeah, yeah. Is Apollo Creed different to Creed? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it's Apollo Creed's son, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. So but Rocky, is Rocky going to be in it? Rocky's not in it. Did he, he hasn't died yet, has he, in the movies? His character hasn't died No, yet. he hasn't. No. Mm. Just checking. Mickey's dead. Mickey's dead. Apollo's. Adrian's. We don't know about Mr. T. Oh, did Adrian die? Adrian died, yeah. Oh, mm. I missed that. It didn't play a part in the movie, but when you watched uh, one of the Creed movies, the first Creed she movie, wasn't she there. passed away. Yeah. Ah. Mm. Jeez, that's not a movie I'd like to be associated with. Your character's going to die. I mean, Paolo was too young to die, wasn't he? Yeah. Too fit. Dolph Lundgren. What was his name? Uh, Ivan Drago. Yeah. Mm, Drago. Yeah. I think um, I think Thunderlips are still alive. He's fine. Shane says, why don't we have an Australian as an Aussie sporting anthem is beyond me. Well, who would you why want? Don't, why we don't have an Australian as an Aussie sporting anthem. John Farnham, you're the voice. You're the voice. There you go, Shane. That'll do. Ticked off. Uh, this is Sports Day for Kia. Progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. Every time we talk, I'm just worried what Andy's thinking. Mm. Your text. Daniel your... calls Jack fun size Jack. <laughs> Poor That's Jack. Great. Jack leaves in two weeks. So you won't have to put up with soccer stuff ever again. Yep. Hey, break time. When we come back, Joel and Fletch join us on Sports Day. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, it is. Uh, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight and we catch up with our boys. We've missed them. Joel and Fletch from the run home. As a guest before we go to them, do you think either, both or none had played any kind of junior representative cricket? Yes. I'm saying Woogie has. Yeah. I thought the question was going to be, <laughs> would you uh, attempt a man cat? And Woogie would be a dollar oh one to do it. <laughs> okay. So what do you think their answers will be? So the two questions are this: Did Sats play any cricket? Yes. Did he? I reckon he played cricket. Of course he did. Yeah. At, at, Organised at, at a decent level. No. Not no. Because like no, Okay. No. But but Woogie played at a decent level. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. As what a batsman. Wicket keeper batsman. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with that. Wicket keeper batsman. Oh, wicket keeper Woogie. I like that. Okay. Now the next question is this. <laughs> Who will be supportive of the man cad? Uh, Woogie. Of giving it out? Yes. Sats? No. He'll be like me. I'm hoping he's in my camp. Okay. Let's go to the, let's go to the open line. Let's go to the team from Sports Day, the great Sats and Woogie. G'day, boys. Hello, Hello legends. Hello, Did you catch some Hello, of that? boys. Oh, we caught all of it. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> so he's a, he's a keeper. He's uh, a, are you a catch ke- everything. Woogie, are you a keeper? No. Uh, opening in swing bowler. And you're right, I did play at the highest level. 
Yes. I played for Queen's fourth grade uh, on the <laughs> Gold Coast. Okay. Outstanding. What are you, Sats? First 11, Nudgee College. 101 Ooh. night out versus Gregory Terrace. Yeah, but you're 15. It was, you were I was like 16. In, so you were in the under 16s. Mm. There's wow. the only 11, mm. wasn't it? Did you ever score a ton, Brian? No. No. I got 75 four times. Yeah. No, I think my best was 60. Was it? I was a bowler. Yeah. I took five for once. Did you have Michelle? Yeah. Kiss the ball. Oh, what about um, your massive big meat hooks around the ball? You'd roll the fingers down. So, boys, the next question is, yes. a part of this is a trilogy, would are you? Would you ever man-cad someone out? Dog act. Yes. On you, Sats. Mm. Let's go to my other man up there. Yeah, Boogie. I'd do it. I'd do it, ah, but I don't know if I had the action to do it. I can't stop once I hit the crease. <laughs> I just keep going. <laughs> well, you know who would have done it? And sadly, he's not with us today because he's um, he's taking the bales off. But that's where the reach around playing the ball come from. He used to reach around for the man cat. Bang. The badge. badge yeah. Could he, could do, he could do it, didn't he? Yeah. Hey, uh, Chance, the, the news that broke over the weekend was that um, Chuck Mundine has admitted to getting under the under – the, is that how you pronounce it? You get Horror. money under the table? Yeah, Horror. It doesn't happen, yeah. does it? I, well, I'm not sure. I've never heard of that yeah. or seen it. Yeah. So yep. do you think now the Cronulla Sharks have – got an avenue to say that the, they should be getting the premiership in 1997. Super League Grand Final, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Super League Grand Final. Um, I don't think the Sharks can claim too much after the peptide scandal. So. Well, no, that was pre Ooh. that. No. I know. So they, yeah. Yeah. Jeez, controversial. No, I don't think. They're probably all getting money. Everyone was getting overs in the Super League. Were yeah. they? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Brian, that, that stick figure drawing you did back in the early 2000s that went to the internal auction, how much did that sell for? <laughs> Play. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, what else, boys? What else is going on well, up there? Well, Badge still claims he has a uh, – what, he's got a poker machine, hasn't he? At Canberra. At Raiders, yeah. He used yeah. to have a poker machine. Yeah, he used to have a poker in machine. In the Leeds Club. That was a well, That's going to slow down, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, he he – Say that again. What, what do you mean? So he had a poker machine. Whatever revenue went through the poker machine, a percentage of that would go towards Badger's salary. Wow. Okay. Mm. All declared, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Imagine yeah. Badger sitting there having his stits on and the link goes off. He goes, ah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, Sats. Yeah? Did you ever get that um, – did you ever have the job as a poker machine technician? Yes. Well, because – In the mornings, you had to get there at like 3.30 and empty all the coins. Yeah. Yeah. And this was pre – so I know some players who mm-hmm. this was mid nineties who would do there'll be three or four hundred machines. Yep. Oh no, sorry, not not, not that many. Say one hundred and fifty machines in the leagues club, and they would take a dollar off every machine to put it down their skyrocket because mm. this was before they were all linked. So now they go back to the ATO and it's it's all very thorough because mm. it's all computer generated. But in the old days it was just press the button and all the money would come out and they just take a dollar here or there. Yep. Is that right? Every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. The accumulators. Heavy. Beautiful. Did you ever do that, Sats? No. <laughs> I do I do know a of a player that used to work at a, a well known leagues club that used to when the when the notes were being used, uh, they used to put a note under one of the machines and their mate used to go and play that machine during the day and pull the note out and they accumulated quite a fund over the years till they yeah. got caught. I, yeah. I think every third rugby league player worked in a leagues club at some stage, emptying the the poker machines. Is that on the? Is this something equivalent of man catting, or you just, <laughs> <laughs> or you're robbing? You're just robbing the the leagues club. Are you watching maths? 
I am. Love it. Cannot How wait for tonight. I know. Cannot wait for tonight. Debauchery tonight. I've got an idea about maths. Mm-hmm. I reckon we do like a T20 version where we just do the dinner party. I don't care much yeah. for the weddings. Yeah. Just I do agree. a dinner party yeah. every night. Fill yeah. them full of grog and watch them go. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. you know when they oh, film that. it, right? So that, that they're, they are drinking and they film them at between 3 and 4 a.m. I spoke to a cameraman mm. to get them angry. Stop it. Yeah. yeah. Really? Agitated. Definitely. Wow. So that's why they're. That's why that's some why of their explosive. lips deflate. Oh, they're, they're, they're Gibbo. <laughs> I'd be asleep by three. Gents, we were talking earlier about Gibbo representing on maths. If they're filming at three to four in the morning, he's f- our man's firming. Yeah. He's at his best, isn't he? Yeah. Hey. VB in hand. Yeah. Ah, well, VB, come on, Jace. I'm the rashes man. You know that. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Imagine, yeah. imagine Gibbo sitting at the table talking about rugby. Everyone will be asleep at three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Seriously. Spot on. Oh, here we go, faxed in. Something get faxed in? No, yeah. this just came across my okay. desk. This is the first one we've done uh, yep. for a long time. I'm, I'm quite excited. Endangered, endangered male northern quolls are favouring sex over sleep, and it may be killing them, according to a new study. Male quolls generally survive only one breeding season, mating themselves to death, while their female counterparts can live and produce for up to four years. So in, in an effort to find out why, the University of the Sunshine Coast up there in beautiful Queensland, <laughs> uh, researchers fitted backpacks with trackers on wild, roaming male and female northern quolls. Something is definitely causing their health to fail after just one season, and we think it is linked to sleep deprivation. The dangers of a lack of sleep are well documented in rodents, and many of the traits associated with sleep deprivation we see in males, not in females. So what's happening is the study's finding that they're out there hoping they can get it on mm. with, uh, and they become easy prey because uh, they're being unable to avoid vehicle, vehicle, vehicle <laughs> collisions <laughs> or simply die from exhaustion. <laughs> the two males who were named Moy Moy and Kalis, uh, <laughs> they are, this is, this is legit. Yeah. The two males who were named Moy Moy and Kalis moved <laughs> 10 kilometres and was, 9 kilometres in one Timmy night. Timmy Manor, one of them as well? Yeah. No, the, no, the female who they, they, they're tracking the females, Hindmarsh and Manor. <laughs> uh, so they're basically moving 40 kilometres a night because they're, they're toey. There's a new phrase. It's not toey as a Roman sandal now. You're toey as a Queensland qual. <laughs> yes, that's so right. They're, they are on the hunt <laughs> and basically they die after sex. Yeah. Did you know that? What a way to so, go. They die after sex. They mate themselves to death. What goes on? You, it's a fascinating state. Woogie's missus could complain of that as well, dying what? after what? sex. <laughs> she pretend. She pretends she's dead. Oh, no, it's asleep. It's asleep. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, wow. it's getting worse. Hey, Woogie, this is a question yes. for you. And I'm, this is – don't I'm – not, I'm not saying it, uh, pointing it out to you, but right. – have you, because I know you like your Maccas, have you got around the potato scallops from Maccas? No, I haven't. No, dynamite. I haven't. Are they? Dynamite. Really? Wow. Well, my and kids work at Maccas. Actually, they go, this keep running out. They're just, yeah, this, they're flying this, off the shelf. Yeah, but so that screams good. of a, a scallop, which I've not tried, but it screams of whacking it on a quarter pounder. Does oh. that work? Oh, well, you want to do that? I like yeah, where that works. You're a genius. Mm, okay. Doesn't that work? Uh, it would be. I wouldn't do it. 
Although I had my chi- I dipped my chips in my chocolate chips. Yeah, so do I. Every day of the week. Oh, sats. Oh, Mate, we, we are more and more familiar. I know. I mean, um, similar. Not familiar. <laughs> similar. <laughs> not familiar. We are familiar with each other. <laughs> 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 you should see the, I can hear Brooksy laughing, though. You should see the seedy stuff Brooksy's been sending me over the last few weeks. Oh, really? Oh, terrific. On WhatsApp? Oh, what goes oh, what's in the that? groups? Yeah. yeah. Hang on. Is there a group? That, There's they? a group. WhatsApp is there. Yeah, I'm not even in it. I'm not in it. Yeah, hey, we need to talk about we need to talk about the great badge who's hung him up, yep. right? So he, but he's been replaced by another international. Is that right, boys? Matty yep. Rogers. Oh, the rat. Yeah, the rat. Good man. You tour with him, Fletch? Yes, I did. Two thousand and two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Is that when he bleached his hair blonde? Yeah. So you either had to bleach your hair blonde, grow mm. a mo, or a beard. Yeah. And him and uh, the Dugatron, the Manshake, mm. dyed their hair. What did you do? I grew a beard. Right. It was rank. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. Until you until the game was until the final. Matty so. Rogers played at about eighty one kilos. Yep. Mm. Yeah. He, mate, he was a gun. Like he was yeah. as far as pound for pound uh efficiency of your body, mate, he was tough. He and couldn't strong. get hold of him because he didn't step, yeah. he swerved. Yeah. He, he was, was a man swerve. How big were those jerseys on him too? Massive. He's <laughs> he's got no arms. He's like his dad. He used to change direction and not lose one bit of speed. Yeah. yeah. I remember he said, sign him at the Gold Coast Titans that first year, 2007, and he said Bruce. he played nearly 50. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I then. I said he yes, signed. Yes, no, did. I didn't. No, I you said, said signed. Did. No, you no, 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 no. Go back to the tape, you little <laughs> Give a go back and look. <laughs> <laughs> sign of the Titans. I remember talking to him about rugby uni, so I played nearly 50 tests and I still didn't know the rules of rugby. Where? Yeah. You know, remember that 2003 World Cup final, rugby, there was Lottie and Wendell on the wings and Rad at fullback. Yeah. Three well, he, leagueies. He scored the try in that test against the All Blacks. It was the last time we beat the All Blacks. Yeah. Over there, over there. Over there. Yeah. What's yeah. he bringing to the show, boys? What does the Rat bring? Yeah, good. Great stories. Very opinionated. I've got to say that. Good. Um, the listeners have, have heard... Some of his stories when he's we sat in about his his visit to Buckingham Palace, which is a great story. He stole spoons uh, yeah. from the Buckingham Palace. What fed, <laughs> fed the corgis? Bucking hell! What's he doing doing that? <laughs> yeah, mm. I but think it, they, um, I think the royal family, well, not the not the actual royal family, but the people that run the palaces, I think they expect things to go missing. Mm. I've heard that before. There's a budget for it. Yeah, you know he's a mad Bruiser, hey. Uh, as good as you? Oh, he's a mad Bruce because he's met everyone. But he yeah. just – I was talking to him the other day off air and I said, oh, when you're a Cronulla, did you get to meet El McPherson? He said, oh, yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Meet her? He said, <laughs> oh. he said a few months later, um, he said, we're over in England with the Australian Wallabies and all the guys go, oh, my God, there's El McPherson. There's El McPherson. He goes, oh, yeah, he didn't think anything. All of a sudden she yells out, Maddie, rat, how are you? And comes running across and – and he said, you know, it's just water off a duck's back, more or less. Like, yeah, yeah, that's Bruce a lie. Up. Massive Bruiser. That's a lie. Hey, boys, what do you reckon if you went down any old street and you said, uh, Matty Rogers, mm-hmm. you can picture him in what jumper? What, what would most people say? Cronulla or Queensland? Sharks, wouldn't they? I'd say what, Sharks. What, yeah. yeah or, t- or Titans? Or... Nah. Nah, not Titans. Nah. Nah. You reckon they'd say Sharks I'd ahead say of Wallabies? Sharks. Yep. Yeah, ahead of Wallabies for sure. Yeah. I'd say Queensland. There you go. Uh, I, everything I see of Matty is just in, like, sharks. Yeah, but you've only just started following rugby oh, league the yeah, last couple of years, so it doesn't go. matter. Yeah, right, okay. mm. uh, Sats, what yep. about last week we spoke to you? It was on the, in the breakfast show. You, you thought that maybe the All-Stars 
yeah. might not go ahead. But I it thought looks it like wouldn't it, have gone. Yeah, probably will. Mm. A lot of stars have dropped out, of course. And a lot of stars. That's not I thought, all I thought, stars. I thought, it's called I thought, some stars. Yes, yeah, some stars. <laughs> it's called the some stars. <laughs> yeah, I, thought the stars. <laughs> I thought the playing group might have made, it, made a stance and said, I don't think we, we should go ahead with it. But you know, it'd be a sensitive one, wouldn't it, to mm. to uh, try and uh, try and cancel as a playing group. But, yeah, yeah it's still going to go ahead. looks like well, Latrell and Jack Whiten are allowed to play. And play on. That's all play yeah. on, isn't it? Hey, Satsy, what's your early uh, power rankings for the Queensland teams? You're, you're a bit closer to the Queensland teams and us. What's your gut feel if you had to pick out the uh, the quaddy, so to speak, the order? Um, where, they'll sit, where they'll sit? Where, where, where they'll finish. The Queensland teams in order, just off the top of your head. I've got Cowboys second after regular yep. season. Yeah. I've got Broncos eighth. Ooh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I've got Titans ninth. Yeah. And I've got Dolphins seventeenth. Yeah, because mm. he lost the big doors. <laughs> 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 yeah. what, what was your what was your uh, what was your rank uh, your rank mascot? What was it? Some sort of arsonist bird. <laughs> oh no, a jet. It was a jet. <laughs> Oh, who was the other pilot? Top Gun. <laughs> no, oh, the Firebirds. The Firebirds. <laughs> they're the ones that. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're arsonists. <laughs> I, I tell you what they do. They get, go and grab when there's a bushfire. Yeah. They grab as a praying um, uh, ta- tactic. Yeah. They'll get fire on a little stick, put it in their beak, fly over somewhere, and watch all the prey come out. Drop it somewhere else. And then they go and eat them. That's a lie. <laughs> come on. They're arsonists. <laughs> Google it. You're right. I'm you right. You are an A grade. Are they, called the, were they called the Brisbane Firebirds? Yes. Or the Brisbane Arsonists? They were called... Firebirds. <laughs> firebirds. Right. I was firebirds. with the Jets, but there was a Firebird. <laughs> Sorry, you're the Jets. Yeah, yeah, Jets. Well, you know, uh, you do. You blow up balloons. We've yeah. seen that. <laughs> The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. New Farm, uh, weather update. Australian through and through. My favourite radio station in Australia, 2HD in Newcastle. Not only is it my favourite radio station, but Newcastle is one of my favourite places. Merriweather Beach, great beach. Mm. Mm. Mate, Swansea. I lived at Swansea. Merryweather baths. I like the baths. Yeah. Mm. Uh, my favourite part of Swansea was having all the old bags at Coles run into me with the trolley. They have zero you-know-what. It's like, oh. It's like, yeah, no way. Keep moving on. Mm. It's horrible. My favourite Newcastle, Curry Curry, west of Newcastle. Yeah, I don't mind a curry, yeah. Mm. If you're listening in Newcastle. Not a curry. You don't mind oh, a It's not food. Two curries. <laughs> Oh, I know, mate. It was bad comedy. Uh, Surf Fest celebrates its 37th anniversary this year, and it kicks off February 11, goes over a month. For your Tuesday, mostly sunny, the top of 29, low of 21 overnight. New Farms products are formulated. When you think Newcastle Knights, what's the first play that comes to mind? Joey. There you go. I was halfway through the credit line then. <laughs> New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. Thanks, Badge. It's time for the Last Blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Actually, bugger the Last Blast. We will do the Last Laugh. Let's just get through a ton of jokes, shall we? Uh, the mighty Celtic FC have played uh, Never Walk Alone at Celtic Park for a long time before Liverpool FC ever did it at Anfield. Rooster Muzz, is that true? Don't think so. 
I think Celtic wow. adopted it after Liverpool went over oh, there for a uh, There's for a segment a game. right there. Okay, we don't have a lot of time to debate yep. this. Maybe put that on put that on the whiteboard for tomorrow, Jack. Go mm. Rooster Muzz. Hey boys, great show today. The Bulldogs getting waxed lyrically by Sugar is unreal. They've got a few cracking players in, but come on. I'm a Titans fan. We are a hot mess and we'll make ninth. Dolphins will play out of their fins this year. Mick from Margaret River. Hey, Hyde Park Eel says, Sats, no wonder league has a bad name with an attitude of play on. In any normal workplace, this wouldn't happen without penalty. That They got charged, mate. It's pretty easy work- to behave. Surely, listen, ha-ha, play on, eh, Sats? A normal workplace would not give two hoots and may not even know about it. Again, you're out of touch. Don't, you, how about you wrestle Wood after the show? It. I'd love to choke him out. Car park. So I know you watch a lot of Queensland Cup. Do you think Smoothie, Tyson Smoothie, that is more of a genuine hooker than Walters and Pakes? A good player, Tyson Smoothie, he's with the, I think he's signed with the Broncos. He's was with the Melbourne Storm, and he actually is the boyfriend of Steve Price, the great front rower, his daughter. Yeah. Haas and Kelly were suspended for nothing incident. Reshoes being stepped on. No police were involved either, whilst it's a nothing incident. The NRL need to be consistent. David from St. Ives. Mm. I think that's true. Consistency. Yeah, well, we've got here uh, Rabbit Borough tomorrow saying both of them uh, four weeks and kick up the bums till their nosebleed. That's a little bit hard. No, I don't want four weeks. No, thanks. Yeah. Unless uh, you can use pre-season. Both of them should be stood down from the All-Stars game. One, two, seven. That was never going to happen. Two proud Indigenous men and mm. a very important game on the rugby league calendar. I do agree that the, the All-Stars match shouldn't have been played this year. There has been a lot of activity in the off-season with the World Cup. Um, some surgeries after the World Cup as well. I think it's just a little bit too much. Mm. Uh, we, got, we copped it too. Uh, top seven. Uh, where was Come On Aussie Come On for sporting anthems? Yeah. Jack? Mm. And yeah, look, also three four four, also said um, no. It's Shane. He says, "Boys, you read my text wrong. Why don't we have?" I am Australian, so yeah. I am. You are. We are Australian. Yeah. So, good point, Shane. Mm. That's your fault. Sats, you failed to read the room on White and Mitchell Woogie is on pulse as usual. Thank oh. you. The media have been predictably PC on these two all day. Matt White is a supreme apologist. Kelly and Haas were rubbed out for two weeks. Bondi Jack, let's do this. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. He's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sattler. While I was away, I read a lot of books, and there's one book I really, I'm hoping to read. I ordered a book um, about scamming people. It's been three months now. I hope it turns up soon. That's good. It's good. Oh, you it's reckon? It's a misdirect. It's good. He, he, he's not match fit. He's read, getting fit. Read another text out about you. Go on. He's getting grab match a, fit. If you want to grab a podcast of the show, <laughs> wherever you get your podcast from, we'll be back tomorrow night. Thanks for all your texts. See ya. Bye. Good night.